0: Welcome to slash ask reddit, where we answer the question men and women of reddit, what made you not want a second date with someone? Our first reply is from wise fool. She showed up at the bar already so drunk that she couldn't even walk without my assistance. One, she drove herself there. Two, this was 2 p.m. in the afternoon. Three, she wanted to continue drinking as soon as we met there. <laughs> and then beneath that, discreet lobster says, there are red flags, and then there are red flags, yikes," and then a notorious bug says, "And then there are red lights, which he probably drove through. Our next reply is from my stolen echoes. I was at the mall one summer day hanging out with some friends. I see this guy who looked like a friend of mine, so I walked up to him only to find out that he was not that friend. He was cute, so we introduced ourselves and exchanged pleasantries. He gave me his beeper number. I know, I'm old, and we plan to get coffee sometimes. I was a hot, spooky chick, and he was a hot, spooky dude. The day arrived. It turns out he worked at a Red Lobster down the road from my house, so I walked over there to meet him after his shift ended. We went to go see The Craft in the second-run theater. We held hands and kissed during the movie. We went to go get coffee after, and we had a chat. What year are you? I'm going to be a junior this fall. Cool. I didn't go to college. College? Um, oh god, how old are you? So that's the story about how two strangers vastly overestimated underestimated each other's ages. I thought that he was 17 or 18, and he thought that I was around 20. I was 15 years old, and he was 25. He took me right home, and we did not go out again. Then beneath that, we had this story from Delicious Log. I had a close call with a girl I took home from a club when I was 21. We were all drinking, and as a group, we all went back to our hotel rooms. One of the girls let it slip that they had fake IDs. No biggie. The time comes, we start making out, and she starts crying. I learn that they're all 15 to 16 years old, and she feels guilty. I immediately let all of my friends know, because there were about five of these girls. We took them all back downtown and gave them money for a cab to get home. Fortunately, for all of us, nothing serious happened. No clothes were removed. We were all soldiers stationed in Hawaii, and they were a group of cheerleaders from a high school that went a trip to Hawaii. Rich suburb-type girls. Needless to say, carding doesn't always guarantee success. I've found that asking certain questions to reveal age in addition to carding, as well as trusting your gut, is what I learned to do. But be careful out there. Our next reply is from Shah. We'd been to lunch a few times, but this was the first real romantic date. We met in biology class in college. She was gorgeous, smart, and had a smile that could melt diamonds. I was in a group project with her and took her to lunch, and she confessed that she had a crush on me. So we kissed before going back to class and made plans for a date and went out that night. And we had a wonderful time, until the time that she asked me what my deal-breakers for dating was. As in, what traits someone would have that would immediately make me break it off. I said something like, I wouldn't date a racist or a puppy kicker. Someone who had a sociopathic streak, or was mean, stuff like that. She said that she could date all kinds of guys. Fat, skinny, black, white, it didn't matter. The one thing that she could not abide, the one kind of guy that she absolutely, positively, would never, ever, like, ever, ever be with, was a guy with a hairy back. I'm Iranian. The end. Our next reply is from Caden Bolas. Her boyfriend, who I knew nothing about, also showed up. So, for details, in high school, I went on a date with a girl that I met through a friend. We'd been texting for a while, and we seemed to really hit it off. She brought a girlfriend with her because, even though we'd been talking, I'm still a relatively unknown guy, so I get it. A guy crashes the date, chatting casually with everyone, and offhandedly refers to the girl that I'm there to see as his girlfriend. I was too awkward, shocked, and hurt to say anything, and I left soon after. She and I texted later, and when I asked her about it, she said, He probably just said, good friend. That quote has stuck with me. Maybe something else was going on, and he was some guy that she was trying to get rid of, but at the time, it felt like a really bad cover. Our next reply is from Sylvie's Domain. He spoke over me the whole time. At the end of the date, he said that I'd been too awkward because I hadn't spoken much, so he was going to passionately hug me next time he saw me to break the ice. (laughs) Needless to say, I did not see him again. So beneath that, people are asking OP for more details, which she provides, and it gets way worse. He took me to Weatherspoons, which wasn't an issue. I ordered a chili, and he instantly made comments about how other girls he dated had been skinny and would order other things instead. For context, I'm like slim thick, a size 8 in the UK. He kept staring at me as I ate in a really horrible way, so I stopped when I wasn't even a third of the way done, to which he had a really proud smile. He told me that he would never marry, he doesn't believe in it, but he was telling me in a very personal way. I can't remember his exact wording, but he said something like, We will date and have children, but we will never marry. Like, he was straight up telling me that we were going to end up dating as if I didn't have a choice in the matter. He told me that his last breakup was awful and implied that it was all her fault. He kept mentioning how he had driven 20 minutes after work to come see me, so I should be really grateful. I didn't drive at the time, and I had to take a 10-minute train ride with over 40 minutes walking time, so I don't know why he acted like I owed him anything. I always offered to split the bill, and he got really defensive about it, as if I didn't think that he could afford it or something. During the few times that I was allowed to speak, it was when he asked me direct questions. The questions he asked me were either weird, or he would set them up so he could disagree with me. For example, he asked me if I want to marry in the future, to which he told me that marriage is the end of everything. He also tried to establish if I had a good relationship with my family, specifically my dad. I don't know if he just had a daddy kink, or if he wanted to see if I was an easy target for manipulation. He was a very physically fit, tall man, and honestly, with all the red flags and the way he held himself over me, I'm 5'2". I was effing terrified by the time that I left. Our next reply is from Ginger Monkey. I was on a first date at a coffee shop and the guy picked up my foot. I was wearing cute sandals. He rubbed my foot for a second and I was like WTF and then he put all of my toes in his mouth at the table in the coffee shop. <laughs> Sounds like he was totally into you OP. Today's episode is sponsored by Honey. We all shop online. Every single one of us, so you all know what I'm talking about when I say there's that little promo code field taunting you at checkout. Don't you just hate to leave it empty? Well, with Honey, you never have to leave it empty. Honey is a free browser extension that automatically applies the best promo codes to your cart. Honey supports over 30,000 stores and has saved over 2 billion dollars for users. When I recently purchased a new mouse from my computer, Honey saved me a few bucks and it cost me nothing. Basically, when you're shopping online, all you have to do is click the apply coupons button and Honey will automatically search for the best coupons and apply them to your order. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. It's literally free and installs in a few seconds. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this podcast. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash r slash. That's joinhoney.com slash r slash. Our next reply is from Acnett. She criticized absolutely everything. The car I was driving, the clothes I was wearing, the cologne I chose. We were supposed to go bowling, get dinner, and then drinks. When an attendant came over to ask if he wanted anything, I ordered my snacks and asked if she wanted anything. You mean you don't know? What kind of date is this? Halfway through our game, she mentioned that I was bringing up the wrong conversation topics. Thankfully, my brother called me out of the blue asking to borrow some fishing gear, and I pretended that work was calling me. I could not get out of there fast enough. Kind of feel like I'm missing something on this story. What would she mean when she says, you don't know what I want to eat, what kind of date is this? Like, does she actually expect OP to know magically what kind of food she wants to eat, or... Am I misunderstanding this? Because this sounds like impossible. How could someone reasonably expect that from another person to just be a mind reader? Our next reply is from Damon. I met a girl at work who decided to invite me over to her house to hang out. Everything was cool until I went to the bathroom. The bathroom was an absolute wreck. It hadn't been cleaned in maybe years. There was scum and hair everywhere. I could have dealt with all that, but when I raised the lid to take a piss, I saw a turd floating in some water and pee with a piece of toilet paper over it. She, <laughs> she had just been in there a bit before myself. I flushed, peed, and called it a night. Our next reply is from Iperovic. This happened last week. When we got to the good old, what do you do for a living? She straight up tried to sell me on our MLM scheme. When I politely noted that I wasn't interested, but I'm happy to go back to our previous discussions, she got argumentative in the good old salesperson losing a client kind of way. When it was clear the mood was ruined and we weren't going anywhere from there, I stood up, paid for our drinks at the counter, and left. Bonus points for some of my friends coincidentally sitting at the table behind her so I could see them and they were giving her weird looks as she was ranting about the life-changing opportunity that pretty much solidified my thoughts our next reply is from bazram i had more in common with the chaperone that she brought to the ice cream shop and she didn't seem to have anything to say that wasn't as a godly person like fine you brought someone to make sure that i wasn't a creeper i can understand that but when you make it very clear that it's your youth pastor acting as a chaperone and invite him to sit at our table, then say absolutely nothing until the pastor felt bad enough to break the silence to talk to me, maybe don't cry and ask why I don't want a second date. Our next reply is from Genetics. My time to shine. I went on a date with a guy who I've dubbed PowerPoint Guy. He arrived at our first aid, which was just coffee, with a literal presentation of non-negotiable demands that he required from a future partner. (laughs) Including, but not limited to, must be a housewife, must produce him two boys and a girl, in that order, gender specified. I must not work or desire a career. I must move 500 miles away to live on an acreage in his parents' house, like with his parents also living there. What? What? I must not have any male friends, but he also wanted someone who's open to sleeping with whoever he chose so that he could watch. The list goes on. He didn't ask me a single question about my life or interests. He just spat out his list of stuff and talked about himself for two hours, at which point I politely bailed. Props to this guy for knowing what he wants, but PowerPoint guy did not land a second date with me. Uh, OP, like PowerPoint guy is a good name for this dude, for sure, it's descriptive. But of all the things to call this guy, I'm surprised you landed on PowerPoint guy. Not insane guy, not jealous cuckold guy, I mean there's a lot of options here. Okay, so I'm going to share my story of the worst date I've ever been on. And it's not as flashy as the stories on here, obviously, because these are like the best of the best, but still it was pretty sucky. So I met this girl once, and then we chatted online for a bit, and then we decided to go to see some sort of movie. And we get to the movie, and she goes outside to have a cigarette, and then we go inside. And throughout the entire movie, I mean start to finish, this two-hour-long movie, she coughed every single minute. I'm not even exaggerating. At some point, I was so, like, flabbergasted by how often she was coughing that I started timing it. And yes, I'm not exaggerating. Every 60 seconds, she would cough. Every single part of her smelled like smoke. I could smell the smoke just sitting next to her. Like halfway through the movie, she had to step out to smoke again, and then she came back and she smelled even more like smoke, and then she just kept coughing some more. And there were other people in the theater. I felt so embarrassed for being with this person who was coughing so much. I don't want to trash on this person for having, I don't know, some kind of health condition, I guess. But if you're... If you literally can't get through 60 seconds without coughing, maybe, just maybe, maybe you should stop smoking. I should, (laughs) I should also mention that smoking is kind of one of my deal breakers because I don't want to just constantly smell smoke all my life. But you know, when I got to the theater and she went outside to smoke, I was like, "Eh, okay, she smokes, not a big deal. I already bought the tickets. Let's just go and watch the movie, and then we'll part ways. But jeez, I'm guessing she had to have been one of those people who smokes like multiple packs a day. Also, after the movie, we had originally planned to go get something to eat together, but I just sort of bailed at that point. So I gave her, like, a polite hug as a goodbye, and we parted ways. Then afterwards, when I was driving home, and when I got home, my clothes completely smelled like smoke. And I've never dated a smoker before, so I don't know how bad this is compared to, like, I guess, light smokers. But I was like, oh my god, I do not want to spend my entire life with this girl Smelling like smoke. My 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 clothes smells like smoke, my house smells like smoke, my dog smells like smoke. Hard pass. And you know, I'm not trying to pass judgment on smokers here. If you smoke, you know, live your life, whatever. But as for me, that's gonna be a hard pass. Our next reply is from Pirate Smashy. I was telling a story about airport security trying to confiscate a brick of cheese that had become quite soft after a few hours out of the fridge, and how I just ate the whole brick out of spite. He kept interrupting the story to make jokes comparing the cheese to his flaccid member. At the end, after he tricked me into hugging him, he looked me dead in the eye and said, Next time, (laughs) vagina." I don't really have any commentary on this one. This is just, man. It's probably not a good sign if the very first thing that comes to this guy's mind at the sight of soft cheese is his own dick. Like, is that because it looks like old cheese? Because it smells like old cheese? There is literally not a favorable comparison you can make here. Our next reply is from Haddock's. The first date was uneventful. We talked about what we did, our backgrounds, upbringing, just vapid, nebulous stuff. This was late afternoon on Saturday. We parted ways, and I went to a pub to meet some friends. The following morning, I slept late, and I opened my phone to a barrage of messages from my date. She listed all the things that I should have done or said better, what she found annoying, etc. I'm looking through it pretty damned hurt. I started to write out, Wow, there's no need for that. Just say thanks and bye. But I remember that you should never text when emotions are running high. That afternoon, she sent another message. When do you want to try again? Think it could be fun? This time, I responded, Never. That was our slash AskReddit. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.